And welcome to the season four finale of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Belle. And I'm Miley. And I'm Sydney. We have a special guest. Woo-hoo. And it's not Jake. <laughs> For once. It's somebody else. <laughs> Crazy. Sydney I'm is brand new. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sydney is a friend of ours. Um, so, Sydney, you have a degree in. Uh, sociology and psychology. It's only a bachelor's, so See, we got like the basics. That doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, you matters. have more experience than half the other guests that we've had in this topic that we're talking about. Okay, <laughs> she's practically a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Kristen was a music major. Jake is Jake. <laughs> Miley, <Fair enough. laughs> Miley, and me have some college. Miley, yeah, I'm almost there. She's getting there. Allie's a lawyer. Almost runs. He's a bus driver. Like our guests, you're the most like (laughs) prestigious in terms of stuff that we're actually talking about that we've ever had. So as you guys know, our season finales are always about just whatever we want because this is our podcast and we're allowed to do that. Um, And this season it is about nightmares and their origin. I'm a little scared, honestly. You should I'm nervous. Be. You should be. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so this season finale was actually going to be a lot different when I started researching it, but then things took a turn uh, for the wonderfully horrible. Like Love they that. normally do on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so this one does kind of have something to do with Appalachia. People in Appalachia have nightmares. <laughs> That is uh, true. That's where it starts and finishes, though. Nothing else has <laughs> that's to do it. with that. I had something that was like, the Appalachian Mountains are like the oldest mountains. Everybody's like, the Rockies yeah, are, are so beautiful. And then they're like, Appalachia is like the oldest mountains? Mm-hmm. You should be terrified. They've been here for so mm-hmm. long. So many things yeah. have been there. It's it's crazy what how old our seen? mountains are. Yeah. I don't want to know. the mountains yeah, could me talk. Either. I don't want to <laughs> That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I'm copywriting that now. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down, Hurry. Oh, my gosh. So there are three definitions uh, for nightmare on Merriam-Webster's website, and they are a frightening dream that usually awakens the sleeper, um, something such as an experience, situation, or object, having a monstrous character of a nightmare, or producing a feeling of anxiety or terror, and lastly, which is the one that we will be elaborating on, an evil spirit formally thought to oppress people during sleep. I saw out of the oh, corner of my uh. eye Miley reacting to that just now. <laughs> that was horrifying. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know what I'm not excited for? To drive home after we record this at yeah. 11.47 at night. So Bruh. we're just going to have a sleepover after this. Yeah, we're just going to stay in, in the studio. Everybody come over to my house. That <laughs> yeah. is haunted. No, thank I'm bringing you. So all four of my dogs right yeah. now. <laughs> so we could all have nightmares together. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Ready for unity. <laughs> so this one dates back like further than maybe anything we've ever talked about. Um, I think maybe the Faustian like deal with the devil stuff was this far back. But this mm-hmm. one is like we're going back to like. 1150 okay like the like the 1500s like in between that era Mm -hmm. so when nightmare was originally 
like spoken. It was just mare, uh, which is defined as a female spirit or monster supposed to settle on and produce a feeling of suffocation in sl- in a sleeping person or an animal. Who do you? Why is it a woman? Oh my god, that's literally in my notes. It says, "Am I surprised it's a female?" No, because of course it is. Okay, because but I was all thinking, yeah, exactly. If there, I was just wondering if there was possibly a woman named Mare that somebody had like a nightmare, and they were like, "You know what? That woman." Stop. She was like, "You know who that night? You know who what that bad dream was about? It was about Mare." It was her at night. Yeah. <laughs> so creative (laughs) wow oh my gosh um so this does branch into many things um at this point we'll dive into some of it later but right now (laughs) i hate what this is called but Mm. it is what it is um we'll talk about old hag syndrome a little bit later um (laughs) it's absolutely terrifying if you've never heard of it So night was then added to mayor in the 12th century. And it's believed because predominantly we sleep at night. Makes sense. Duh. <laughs> uh, so the words were then used together. Um, so now I'll kind of elaborate on the other cultures that this quote unquote woman uh, or creature is spoken about. Um, to start us off, I'll be discussing the Norris mythology of the mayor. This episode was actually originally supposed to be about Greek mythology. Fun fact, Greek and Norse mythology, because I'm like obsessed. Uh, And then I found out about this and I was like, you know what would be more fun? You know what's (laughs) applicable to everyone? (laughs) You know what would be more fun than talking about like Aphrodite? (laughs) (laughs) Nightmares. (laughs) You know, the things that plague us as like children and adults. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The most horrible things that haunt your sleep. (laughs) Like you didn't have enough to deal with in the daytime. You got to deal with it when you're asleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mayor is believed to be a beast who embodied the souls of living people who left their bodies at night. So basically those who died in their sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it would embody the people who died in their sleep. Uh, it would sit on their chest as they slept and give them nightmares. So is this the origin of a sleep paralysis demon? We'll get into that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> My bad, my bad. She's on top of it. <laughs> Look at you connecting the dots. Sorry. <laughs> um, so some believe it would change into animals. And then there's also the belief that mares are witches. Because, uh, because of course. On the pod, <laughs> everything circles back to a witch. True. For sure. Here True. at AM and Pod, everything's Women about witches. A lot. Yeah. Good God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the tale of the mare is... or was uh, also popular in Germany, which it's really crazy to me that this is like popular in predominantly Scandinavian and German because that's like my entire ancestry. Literally, that's all of it. (laughs) There's a couple other ones that are sprinkled in there, but I'm mainly German and Scandinavian. If you can't tell by just looking at me. You look awful Slavic. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, There is actually a song or some believe it's a prayer the Germans would sing to ward off the mare or Mara, as some people refer to it. Never name your daughter Mara. Just bad vibes. Just bad vibes. (laughs) After this, after, sorry, I'm moving my mic. It's driving me crazy. After doing research for this episode, I was like, names that I'm not going to name my children. Top of the list. Karen. 
Yeah. <laughs> so here's how the song of the prayer goes. Here I am lying down to sleep. No nightmare shall plague me until they have swum through all the waters that flow upon the earth and counted all stars that appear in the ferment. Thus help me, God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. So they were like, okay, you can come like plague my dreams, but you have to count all of these stars and swim, and swim through all the water. <laughs> prerequisites, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so like there was a, there's a prayer that's like taught as like, I don't know if it's like Appalachian or if it was just like, you know, something weird my family did, but it's like, <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Yeah, I heard that's that growing very up. very weird, but that's like, that, hey, don't that let the mar get me. That prayer mm-hmm. freaked me out as a kid. For sure, same. My parents didn't make me say that, but like my grandma did. And then I would be like, I don't want to talk about me dying. <laughs> and she was German. Holy crap. I'm just like this again. That's wild. The dots are connecting. It all makes sense. <laughs> Man, Germans were really scared of dying in their sleep. Man, that's wild. Well, you also die at like 45 back when they're talking about it. True. So like, yeah. True. Okay. Now, there are so many other cultures um, that also speak about the mare or the Mara um, in some like form or fashion or way. Some believe it's creatures. Some believe it's women. Uh, I want to dive into one more before discussing some truly horrifying things. Yeah, uh, in course. Croatia, it's believed that the Mora, this one is spelled a little bit different, M-O-R-A, is a succubus. It's a malevolent spirit that sucks the life from its victims. Don't like that. Okay. Yeah, this it just keeps getting darker as we continue on. Uh, it can enter into rooms through keyholes and is embodied as a fly before turning into a beautiful woman. They sit on the chest of whoever is in the room they enter and they strangle them, taking their life as they leave. Now, I bring that up because, once again, we're seeing that the main characteristics of a mare, a mara, or a mora is sitting on the chest. Which leads me to old hag syndrome. Wait, can we just pause for a second? Yeah. Couldn't they have made it like a spider or something instead of a fly? And the keyhole, like the keyhole tidbit too is very like interesting to me. Yeah. Spider would have been better in my opinion. But than a fly? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But like flies are also associated with like death. Oh, uh, yeah. decay, uh, like maggots and stuff, which is that's like a disgusting. Good point. But maggots is yeah. the one thing. That smell of maggots is the one thing in this world that I cannot like Ew. stomach. Yeah. The smell of maggots physically mm-hmm. makes me like, <gasps> like. Yeah. Ew, I don't even like looking no at things. them. They curse me. Out. It makes me so uncomfortable. That is a good point. <laughs> Does. I'm uncomfy. But yeah, 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 like flies. That's a, that is a good point. Flies mm-hmm. are associated with like death. death, but like butterflies aren't. But they will like inhabit a battlefield. Weird. What? Oh, like, okay, so like Antietam, <laughs> sorry. Man, we're learning stuff now. Yeah. So like the Battle of Antietam was horrible. So I don't we're know talking like Civil Sydney. War. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I had to do like a thing on it. And weirdly enough, I put butterflies on like all the thing because after, because also it's in this like South-ish, I'm pretty sure. Don't ask me where it was. Don't, besides knowing it's Antietam, I have no idea. But it was like more Southern. So it's yeah. hot. So the next day, the bodies are decaying and smelling foul. Well, if you've ever noticed, like, butterflies, I noticed, like, when I was younger, they're, like, hanging around mud puddles and hanging around dead things. And I was like, oh, that's weird. The battlefield was, like, covered in butterflies because they were eating, like, the decaying flesh. <gasps> oh. And I now don't quote me on, like, what they actually eat off of it. I'm not really sure because, like, I don't really know that it's not my... 
psychology and sociology, not science. Thank Butterflies you. Not like a, not, okay, creepy. well, it's science, but like not your area yeah. of expertise. Yeah, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Biology is not my thing. Um, but like they they get something off of it in the same way that they can get stuff out of flowers. Hmm. Um, the more you know. That's gross. Now, if I'm entirely wrong, I'm sorry. But <laughs> we'll get I'm an pretty email sure about it. Yeah. <laughs> you can just forward it to me and I'll be really? like, bro, chill. My bad. I need you to calm down. Oh my gosh. So that's, crazy. <laughs> I, that's truly crazy. I didn't know anything about that. That's wild. Um, so old hag syndrome, better known as sleep paralysis. Um, now I'm not, I'm not saying that every person that has sleep paralysis or has been attacked by sleep paralysis is this woman creature demon thing comes and sits on your chest. But the correlation is incredibly fascinating to me because it mixes the natural with the supernatural. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. always been really interesting to me. I've been weirdly fascinated with sleep paralysis. We'll go into more on that later. Uh, in Canada, of course. yeah, <laughs> gotta keep them, gotta make them stick around. Uh, in Canada, it's traditionally called old hag syndrome because it feels as though a witch-like creature is perched on one's chest. According to a similar Nigerian tradition, a demon woman pounces during your dreams and renders you motionless in japan sleep paralysis is explained as a spirit seeking vengeance by suffocating you in your sleep uh, in brazil it's a roof dwelling crone named pisideria who attacks those who sleep on their backs while their stomachs are full uh, and in 1781 before we get to that i'll let you guys digest what i just read I, I want to know how many people know what it's like to be set on by a grown person on their chest. And they, yeah. they were able to be like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like, what is your, what's your background for knowing this information? Maybe and being it's able just that they just feel so much pressure on their chest. That's the only thing they could like compare it to. Like, it's just the amount of pressure that you feel yeah. on top of you. But still, you're like, man, this feels about like a, uh, <laughs> this is about 130 pounds. Yeah, right. red eyes. <laughs> this feels like a woman, <laughs> a grown woman. It is in fact female. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is crazy that it's all women. Like, come on. And like, I can't speak on sleep paralysis anyway, because I've never had that. And yeah. let me tell you, if I, I did, buddy. Have. I oh, have. I'm so sorry. We'll talk more about it in a second. <laughs> so, but we're about to get to one of, this is disturbingly one of my favorite things. In 1781, <laughs> the painting The Nightmare by Swiss-English uh, artist Henry Fusili depicted a young woman sprawled on her bed with a gremlin demon-like creature perched on her abdomen. Uh, this painting while terrifying is one of my favorite pieces of art in this world <laughs> i find it so interesting and okay? i would love to have a picture of it like in the studio yeah one day miley would be like miley's already looking at me she's like we're not doing that How no that's fine uh, i just the fact that it's your favorite you. piece yeah, of art know. it's one of my favorite concerning. pieces of art am i surprised you should no <laughs> but am i you oh, be. slightly concerned Yes. Let me show Am it to I you. Am I consenting? What? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will post it on Instagram, obviously. I'll happily post this on our Instagram. I've got to download Instagram so I can follow it. Yeah. This is Same. it. This is it. <laughs> he looks so pensive. Yeah. 
And she looks so dramatic. I can't remember the first time I saw this painting, but I love it. Hilarious. Yeah, that's a horse in the that background. That horse is like, bro, what is going on? He's just as confused as the rest of us. That really is a gremlin, the huh? Horse looks yeah, more demented right? than the gremlin, though. That's he, he looks so kind of funny. I love like, it. He's sad that he's there. He I thought it was going to be job. a lot more horrifying. No, it's not that scary. Okay, yeah, it yeah, is one of my favorite. We do need it. Yeah, we need that in we our do. studio. I agree. Um, now that isn't where these legends even like kind of end. There are so many in so many different cultures too. Like if you if you dive down this rabbit hole, this episode would be like sixteen days long because like there are so many different cultures that talk about sleep paralysis and have different theories of what it is and have different natural theories and supernatural theories. So it's it's a wild time. Now here's where things get super super creepy though and mix reality with like the paranormal Mm -hmm. which is my favorite uh some people have even reported seeing something on their chest when they're awake and not being able to move and some not being able to breathe like when you experience sleep paralysis i've i mean i personally have heard a couple of cases and then looked up and there's a lot of people who claim that they see something on top of them when they experience Mm -hmm. sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. which is horrifying are they looking are they just making eye contact on their chest are they like just sitting there looking away i don't know i don't know you um so it's not always on their it's not always on their chest either i mean there's countless jokes and like memes and stuff about sleep paralysis demons (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're just funny yeah um Strangely, demons aren't something we talk about on the podcast a lot. No, they're not. Which has shocked me, to be honest. Yeah, we really yeah, don't talk about demons that often. We talk about, like, ghosts and murderers. We yeah. don't really talk about demons. Do you believe in demons, Wiley? Um, yeah, I'm so putting put on you the on the spot. spot. <laughs> oh, I'll answer um, after you. You got this. <laughs> I'm not sure. I th- I think so. Okay. I mean, it talks about them in the Bible. It does. But oh, I've never wait. had any experience. So I mean, not that I'm not saying that they're not real. Yeah, because they do talk about them in the Bible. Yeah. But I haven't had any experience. I mean, do you I believe guess in so. demons, Sid? Um, for sure. I have several stories. I will not bore you with all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but some of these you're gonna think are hilarious. Some you're gonna be like, oh, they let her on here. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no. So like all the nightmares I've had as like an adult, because I, I lucid dream quite often. Like I, am aware that I'm sleeping and, um, I will like get myself out of the dream, which I found out like today because I was like looking at stuff. They were like, you shouldn't ever like kill yourself in a dream. And I was like, buddy, I am yeeting myself off the nearest cliff that I've dreamt up for myself because I do not want to be here. Cliff meets Sydney. (laughs) Hello, swan dive. Yeah. (laughs) But like all the dreams that I've had as as an adult that were like nightmares, um, have been of like demons. Yeah. Like one time it was the nun that I was like arm locked wrestling. Say a nun. Yeah. There was the, it was the one from the nun. Like, do I think that was like a real demon in my dream? No, but it was weird. Um, but I was like wrestling her in my aunt Betty's like kitchen that I That's haven't been so in, in like 15, 15 to 20 years, to be honest. And like, so it, it's like that. Yeah. But like there was one, I got locked in a bathroom with one that was like spitting black. That's goo. my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that was spitting black goo over the uh, bathroom. Like it was just like, it was, it was like the thing from Sinister, um, which is one of the terrifies me. Uh, but no, like they've. I hate and, it. 
it's it's been so bad that I've woken up out of the dream saying the Lord's Prayer because for some reason I couldn't figure out Jesus, which would have been so much easier. Um, but I couldn't do that. But I would be saying like the Lord's Prayer and I would wake up in the middle of saying it. Like That's so I, old timey. Yeah, like, and it's like the old King James version too. I'm like, oh my what? god, oh brother, where are thou? That's hilarious. <laughs> So like, and I would wake up and I would finish it. Um, and like, there was one time I got prayed over cause I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, of course, when I wake up, I'm like, first of all, go away. I'm going back to sleep. You're not robbing me of this. Cause my sleep is precious. So I don't get a lot of it. Um, so like scoot, um, <laughs> but, uh, like I got prayed over once and I haven't had one since. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been like four or five years. Like I still lucid dream and still like yeah. I'm aware that I'm there, but it's no more of that. So I'm convinced like, uh, I'm more or less convinced like somebody can maybe unconvince me but it's slim pickings on that that like there wasn't something there being like hey yo and plus like I told you guys about um like stuff being in my mom's house and that's where most of these would happen oh my mm. God. um so like when I was a kid I had there's like something there's they will never admit it except for me who will openly yell it from the rooftops and on podcasts. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So like I was like five years old and I was facing my bedroom wall and like the way my room is, it's like 15 feet to the uh, kitchen or like the kitchen, the living room where I could see everybody. But I was facing the wall and I was going to sleep and I heard something whisper in my ear. They're all dead. First of all, what five-year-old makes that up? Two, why was why was it a creepy like gravelly man's voice and like it terrified me i froze and was like okay so here's what we're gonna do yeah we're gonna sprint for the door before the door shuts because i was convinced the door is gonna shut and i was gonna be locked in the dark and oh i turned over not like i didn't want to let it think that i like it knew i knew what was going on so i tried so i was like you're I didn't such hear an you. aloof six-year-old <laughs> and i'm not an aloof adult me as a six-year-old would be like <laughs> <laughs> So I turn over and I fling the covers off and sprint for my door. Luckily, it doesn't shut. This is not like a poltergeist. But I like sprint and run straight into my mom. Like I'm sobbing, heaving, cannot breathe kind of crying. And um, they, of course, were like, it's a nightmare, Sydney. And I'm like, bro, I was awake. It was not. And this happened another time. I would take my child to therapy if they heard (laughs) anything. Like they're all dead. I would be like, hey, Evie, Layla, we're going to go to therapy now. (laughs) I needed that at a young age. (laughs) Let me just clarify that. But like, and then this thing, like it'll instill fear in whoever you are. Like, and I would, um, like there was one time I had like my sister come over and some, and uh, Allie, if I'm not mistaken. Pal pal. Yeah, she was great. Um, Because I was like, there's, I was by myself and I was like terrified. Like the kind of terror that is not like, hey, I'm just, by myself and I'm a little paranoid but it was the kind of terror that like hey I feel like I'm going to die and something is coming to get me at this very point in time like an unreasonable amount of fear and I was like it's here and I know it's here and I found God you're in trouble now homie because I'm coming for you now and uh like we prayed over the house and I was fine but like my brothers see like figures walking through the halls no um Kurt, like I just heard a story today about it and I was like yeah glad I moved out love you mean it mom but no thanks yeah I would never go back into that uh, house. see I don't think I could deal with stuff like that I talk about my house being like haunted there's just weird stuff that happens but I feel like we're cool like there was a maid and people are convinced <laughs> that it's the maid and she turns the light on in the attic sometimes and there was a a bike like that moved but that's it like we're we're all chill figures shadows yeah if anything talks to me i'm out i'm out 
my father-in-law says something talked to him in our house something mm-hmm. yelled his name and you know my father yeah both of you do yeah and he said that something oh. yelled his name and he walked through the whole house and didn't see anybody and he was like get out <laughs> and he was super chill about it <laughs> he was so chill about it i just wish you guys knew him yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, did he yell it or was he just like get out <laughs> I don't know. He he talk, he'll he bring it up. Like, he'll bring out. it up yeah. sometimes, and and it you can tell it kind of weirds him out. Yeah. Like no one else has really experienced anything in our house. I have a couple of times, but I think that I just have crippling anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't really help my paranoia all that much. Uh, but I have experienced sleep paralysis in our house mm. twice. I can't remember the first time really at all. I just remember being asleep and waking up and not being able to move again. I have severe anxiety. <laughs> so it's probably that. The second time, though, uh, I'll tell you what happened. So the second time I experienced sleep paralysis, I was laying in my bed. I'd fallen asleep. It's while I was pregnant, I vividly remember. Um, I had fallen asleep and then had woken up because Dustin had came in from work for a second because he forgot something and then he left again. So I'd fallen back asleep and the blankets were kind of, I sleep with like the blanket, like over my head. I got that from your sister, Miley. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And like wrapped around me. And so I wake up and I like blankets are mainly covering my vision. So I can't really see, but suddenly I feel like I'm suffocating. Like there's, it feels like something when people say that you feel like something's on your chest, that is genuinely what happened to me. It felt like something was so heavy on my chest that I couldn't move. And I have severe claustrophobia. Like when I say I have claustrophobia, like elevators send me into a freak out. If I like really pay attention to where I am, I have severe claustrophobia. So I start freaking out and then I start hearing talking. No, ma'am. Um, while I'm experiencing it and my house was empty my TV wasn't on nothing so I'm like sitting I'm sitting there I'm laying there and I feel this thing on my chest and then I hear talking out of like my peripheral vision Mm -mm. and I'm like I have to go back to sleep that's the only way that this is going to be able to work out so I close I was able to close my eyes and I did fall back asleep I don't know how and then I woke up long like not long after that I called Dustin I was like I need you to come home something happened i'm freaking out and it hasn't happened since then you want me to tell you what the voice sounded like that i heard though yes christopher walken (laughs) i don't know okay i don't know and i swear to god my tv wasn't on dustin wasn't home this is before we had kids like no one was home the tvs weren't on and i literally thought i heard christopher walken while i had sleep paralysis Mm -mm. but i used to have sleep terrors as a kid too like severe sleep terrors as a kid um just a lot of bad, oh bad juju. So I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I just can't. So like, have y'all ever, so I'm a chicken. Same. I'm a big chicken, but I will like go Most to haunted houses just for the thrill. Couldn't tell you why. Like I'll actively also, want to watch haunted, like scary movies. Same. Just to yeah, be like. Us too. And then, and then like I'll go to bed and I'm like, uh, uh, something about this doesn't add up, but I'm like the jumpiest person. So when I was like five or six, they let me watch like the part in it where like, yeah, um, it was my like brother's sister because she wasn't related to me. She had mm-hmm. a totally different mom and dad, but it was my mm-hmm. brother's sister, and she was mm-hmm. terrible. Um, <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> but she, uh, they like she let it play while I was there, and I'm paying attention, and like I see that this is like 
It's got like spider arms. They're like huddled around each yeah, other. Yeah, movie's horrifying. Yeah, especially when you have no idea what's going on and you're like five years mm-hmm. old and terrified of everything. Oh. Um, so that night, of course, I walk up from there because their like house was on a down the hill from ours. Mm-hmm. So I'd walk up and was like fine, terrified, but like overall, okay. Well, I go to sleep and the entire time that I'm asleep, I am having a nightmare. Like I vivid, like to the point I remember it as an adult. Uh, oh my God, that's horrible. Well, then I wake up and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go sleep with my parents. It doesn't help because every time I close my eyes and because I'm exhausted. So every time I close my eyes, I'm right back asleep, like fully asleep. And I'm right back in the nightmare. And it was a, uh, it was a werewolf, like a tall, we're talking like eight, nine foot furry werewolf stalking around my dad's old red pickup and I'm in the floorboard just panicking. Oh my God, that's horrible. And like, I keep going back into that dream for like, we're talking to like four or five hours. So this is like from probably like three o'clock to like eight. Don't know. It's a time. Um, But it was, oh, and that's like the worst I've ever had it. Like the kind where it's like, it resembles like something like a person with severe PTSD, PTSD, but like also didn't have it. It was just, I was a kid and held on to that one clip of something Mm -hmm. being scary and Mm -hmm. it obsessed about it because there's a clear pattern of that in my life. (laughs) Feel that. But like, it just, Ooh, it was bad. That's horrible. I can't remember the worst. I haven't had that many nightmares lately. Ka-chow. Except that one about, (laughs) yeah. Um, I mainly just dream about Chris Evans now and my husband. Let me throw that in there. And my husband. Nice save, nice save. Very much. Not at the same time. We're not going to go into this. We're stopping before we start. Uh, Another story. And on another note. Another story. So I wanted to find other people with like uh, better sleep paralysis stories than me because mine is not that great. I'm pretty sure I just heard Christopher Walken talking. It's not even that scary. Uh, So here's one that I found on liveabout.com and it goes like this i'm gonna use a serious voice so that you know that i'm not talking for myself i'm not i can't do it i already psyched myself out (laughs) here we go Uh, (laughs) so it goes i have had various experiences of sleep paralysis i've seen my bed covers pushed down onto my face oh my god i forgot about the story because i wrote this episode a while ago that's very scary okay Cut. Now let's continue on. Um, Unable to move or shout. A female voice has hissed in my ear, bringing Mm -hmm. feelings of terror. Once I saw an old woman looking at me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Looking at me through my bed covers. She was gray and had a menacing grin. I started hitting the covers where the misty gray face was staring from. My wife woke up at some point and screamed, saying she saw a woman's face, too. I think there is more to it than just the scientific explanation. I think it's part physical and part supernatural. I think our brains pick up more expansive signal when we are between sleep and awake. That is a story from Matt. That's a horrifying Matt, thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, listen. Now we're going to discuss the strange and bizarre things that happen to people when they're in between the state of being asleep and being awake. Mm. So I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> That's just what you're telling me. Like, so what I'm hearing is this isn't happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people I personally know and trust have seen and heard and felt things during this strange and like brief period of time of when you're like kind of asleep, but kind of awake. Like most things are scientific explanations. Um, 
like old hag syndrome. And then there's also stuff like you have anxiety or sleep apnea, family history of sleep paralysis, stress, and many other things. But I also believe that there is bizarre things that happen to us as humans that are just mysterious because we don't fully understand what we are as human beings and how much our brain can process and accept and, and disconnect from and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And so in saying that, like if you ever want to send us stories, you're more than welcome. Miley won't read them, but I will. I do you say I won't read them. Yeah. Please I figured do. they'd freak you out. Oh, like no, I'll still read them. So Listener tales. there is one story in particular that I don't have in my notes, but I'm going to tell you it anyways. And I won't tell you who it is because I didn't ask for permission. I'm sure they won't give a crap, but whatever. <laughs> um, there's one person that I know in between like that being awake and being asleep. This how the house that they were staying in had no previous examples of being like haunted or having like a demonic presence or anything like that. And this person is not a believer in that stuff. Like not at all. Don't believe in demons. Don't believe in angels. Don't believe in ghosts. Don't believe in anything like that. They had fallen asleep and the room that they were in, there was like not a ton of stuff in it, but there was a dresser at the very end of the bed. And right beside the dresser, it was completely dark in the room. They saw a girl Mm-mm. was standing there. She was a younger girl, but half of her face had decayed and rotted away. And they said they woke up and sat up and looked it like right in the eyes and the girl like disintegrated and they leaned over onto the wall and fell back asleep. And when they woke up, they were still leaned against the wall and that's how they woke up. So like, and, and they still like, won't really talk about it all that much, but they were like, that's how I knew that it like how some, that's how I knew that something really happened. Cause I was still leaned up against the wall when I woke up and why yeah. else would I have gotten up in my sleep like that and fallen asleep? But yeah. And I've heard, I mean, there's so many stories of like that I've heard that I'm sure you guys have heard of like the weird things that your brain does when you're half asleep and half awake. Yeah. So this has really nothing to do with like uh, demons or anything like hanging out there Mm -hmm. and being like, what's up? Um, But so have y'all ever been like half asleep and like you jolt awake because of like some Mm -hmm. little dream that you have? Like the falling dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Mine was I got hit by a train as a kid. Listen, mine is that I drive off of a cliff. Bruh. <laughs> I swear. You like, guys have the same dream when that happens? Yeah, mine's the yes. same thing every time. Re- on repeat. I so, dri- I lose control of the vehicle and I drive off of a cliff. From like five to eight, it was always a uh, train. And I vividly remember it was a train because I was at my uncle's house. And I like I was staying there for some reason. I think we were just I was sleeping over because I was like, wow, my uncle's cool. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> and I was like, please let me get away from my parents because, like, of course, you're like, wow, the uncle's the coolest. And there's a demon um, that lives I, in your house. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably I'd probably want to stay anywhere but my home. Oh, yeah. for sure. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not being here, coach. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to go hang out with Greg. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. But... <laughs> But he, the way his, the bed was set up in the room that I was in was it had like the bed and it had the shelves of like as, as a headboard. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So the reason I know this, I like vividly remember this is because when I did it, I jolted awake and hit my head on the shelf above my head. Oh, (laughs) like I bought myself and started crying. Oh yeah. And like, I'll even do it as an adult sometimes. Like it, it, and usually it's. Like, I had one that I tripped. I was walking in the forest and tripped, and I was like, Jesus, this is weird. 
Yeah. Like, why Why is this, the, like, this is the thing that wakes yeah, me up that's now. That's not even a traumatic fall. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I was dreaming about trains. Now me tripping in the woods bothers me. Or yeah. it's like, I'll trip and fall off a cliff sometimes. Like that, that's actually like a See, big I've deal. I've never had the cliff ones, which I've talked to my therapist about this. Cause as you all know, I go to therapy now. I've told you about this, even though I didn't mean to, <laughs> um, where like I'm losing control of a vehicle, yeah. like, and she's all about like analyzing your dreams. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do that with me often because most of my dreams are just <laughs> not normal <laughs> or scary. They're just weird. Um, but with that one, it's like, and that one does have something to do with anxiety. That's not like a supernatural yeah. effect. It's like, I feel like I'm out of control of my own life, blah, 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 blah. But some of these that people have, like some dreams that people have, I'm like, there's a demon inside of you. <laughs> I love when people tell me their dreams, though. If you ever want to just email us a weird dream that you had, I'll read it. Go for it. I love that stuff. After I watched Top Gun, I dreamed about Miles Teller like every night. <laughs> I swear to you. It got to the point where, where I was like, is this just fan fiction? Is my brain just writing fan fiction right now? Put it what on the paper, freak's happening? <laughs> just keep a notepad and a pen beside your bed yeah exactly uh, i do actually keep in my notes tabs my dreams and they're locked because honey no one needs to experience this unwillingly i can't believe you both have the same dream when that happens i don't think that i've ever done that like i mean I've, that's obviously happened but you have like a falling dream or something yeah but yeah. i don't yeah. remember it ever being exactly the same every time so I, I still do this as an adult. It's happened a couple of times. It, not like a lot. Because as you get older, like you don't dream as much. Mm-hmm. Instead of having, like, even if you're a vivid dreamer or you're a lucid dreamer, it's like one to three times a year, I think. Don't quote me on it. But it's not as much as you do when you're a kid because things are like pruning off and like you're going through the process of your brain maturing. I still dream a lot. <laughs> I have an overactive like- imagination, <laughs> though. I mean... I read a lot of fiction. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. My brain's psychotic. (laughs) But no, I would have dreams where I go through the whole dream several times. Mm. Like we go like the same one on repeat. And then I'll realize, oh, hey, I'm dreaming and this has been on repeat. Let's change some things up. Um, And we'll actively change the storyline while I'm in it, like breaking my own fourth wall. Um, The amount of power that gives you incredible like, there was one time, and I don't know if this was a repeating dream, but I was obsessed with uh, Jake Long, the American Teenage Dragon. Oh, my God. I love that show. Uh, it was, I hate when they changed the art style, though. Um, but I still watch it for sure. Well, I had a dream that I was like an ice dragon or something. Right. And um, we were in line for something. And I was like, and somebody like people were surrounding me and it was there was like a fight. And I was like, OK, if I close my eyes and think I'm flying, I can probably make this happen. And buddy, if I didn't make it happen. And I was like, Sweet. lucid dreaming for the win at like age Here 10. are my dreams. All right, then. Let me show you. I'll read you the latest one since we're on the topic. It's about Harry Styles. No one should be shocked. This was dreamt on September 29th, 2022. I've had more recent dreams than that, but I tried to not put this down. Um, I went to a hotel in Louisville, Kentucky. I've never like remember ever going to Louisville, Kentucky, but for some reason, Dreambell was like, Louisville, That's Kentucky. Where Jack Harlow is from. That, are you serious? Yeah. Well, All I saw. Right. So uh, I was going to a Harry Styles concert with Miley Sweet. and Allie and two other people, and I couldn't sleep because I was so stressed out about not knowing when we could get to the show and when we could get our wristbands <laughs> to get tickets. So I think it was just a stress dream. <laughs> 
That's, that's my last dream. also had, now that you say that, I also had a dream kind of recently where there was a concert and my outfit wasn't very, it was Harry Styles. Oh my God. It was Harry Me Styles. Me and Miley are really upset that we didn't get to go see Harry Styles yeah, during this seriously. tour, obviously. <laughs> Because I was so stressed out. Yeah, right. (laughs) Because I also was, well, not also, but I was stressed out. Yeah. And I was wearing an outfit that I didn't really want to wear. And I was with somebody else. And I was like, I really want to change my outfit so that it's better. She was like, we don't have enough time. Like, you don't have enough time to change your outfit. That's probably how we felt going to see Harry Styles last year. (laughs) Because we felt like we were freaking on a race for the end. And I knew that I had seen him before, too. It was like the second time. Yeah. So I was like, it's not as important. Right. But yeah, if my I could go back in time, I wouldn't have worn the outfit that I wore to Harry Styles. That's not relevant to this episode at <laughs> all. Uh, I'm sure there will be aspects of sleep paralysis and nightmares and other things like this that we'll discuss in the future episodes as well. Uh, but this was a fun season finale of getting to dive into this horrible, strange phenomenon with you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> the, the that was great. Been- yeah, the thing that's been like the one constant my entire life, and it's like, oh hey, Man. this is the episode I'm I on. didn't even Man. know that either. I just invited yeah. Sydney on because she has a degree in psychology and sociology. <laughs> Meanwhile, because I like I even looked up stuff. So like, uh, what you said in the beginning, like how people will wake up from nightmares. Yeah. Well, you're typically in REM sleep, and you're not supposed to wake up straight out of REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's funny because this I was eating myself off cliffs. So like, <laughs> I was like, I had to head out. <laughs> See, I've never really lucid dreamed before. Maybe a couple of times I have. Um, But I can make myself go to sleep by thinking of like a scenario and creating it in my mind and then going to sleep and dreaming that scenario like it carries on. Are we Mm. the same person? Do you do that too? Uh, Yeah, I'll be like, okay, so we'll start somewhere. That's what helps me go to sleep. Yes, we'll start somewhere. It'll be like about the latest book that I'm reading or the show that I'm watching. And I'll be like, I don't know, with Damon Salvatore. Just for like example, right. like, I don't know, go through Mystic Falls, hanging out. And then it's like a whole storyline. And eventually I get lost in the storyline and I'm asleep. Yeah, and I'm I like, that okay, too. I've tried doing that and it doesn't work. But I have been in dreams where I realized that it was a dream. And I there were a couple times that I could control my dreams. But as I got older, I couldn't. And I remember recently there was a dream and something bad was about to happen. And it's like... I knew something bad was about to happen in yeah. my dream and I tried waking myself up and I, I couldn't wake myself up. But then the bad thing ended up not happening, well, which good. is just so weird to me because yeah. I'm the one controlling my dream and I thought something bad was going to happen, but then it didn't. Anxiety. Is that not? Yeah. That's <laughs> odd. That is weird. Mainly uh, for the longest time, I would go to sleep thinking that me and Chris Evans' brother were hanging out listening to Taylor Swift and then Chris Evans happens to walk in because it's his house that we're hanging out at. And that's how I would go to sleep literally for months. For months. It's not healthy. I respect it. (laughs) I hope Chris Evans never listens to this podcast. Ever. I'd be embarrassed. I'd be so embarrassed. But if he does. But if you are listening. Like, hit us up. Email us. Text me. My number is not. <laughs> well, text me and I'll put the message through. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be in the ER. Yeah. With heart palpitations. Exactly. <laughs> Cardiac arrest. Um, <laughs> Cindy, thank you for being on this episode of the podcast. We will definitely have you back. This is very entertaining. Yes. Jake's been knocked off from my number one favorite guest. It's oh, now Sydney. Shots fired. Coming for your back, move. Jake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's a new queen in town. Thank you. <laughs> so to end us out, Miley, what's your favorite song off Taylor Swift's new album? I haven't listened to enough. Then just pick a random so- one. <sighs> Me and Sydney listened to it at the same time and texted each other. While I'm driving, but don't do that. Don't text Don't leave that. Do don't call it. Do so as I say, not your, as I do. What is your favorite? If you the like, only one I can remember is Mastermind. <gasps> That's a great one, though. That's mm. a great choice. Sydney, your favorite? Um... The, I can do my top five, but this is because they're all at the same place for me. Okay, that's fine. Um, Antihero, duh. Yes. Uh, you're on your own, kid. Yeah, I love sad. Maroon. Yeah. Um, should could have been, would have been, should have been, or sh- whatever that. Yes. Um, and hold on, uh, vigilante stuff. <laughs> yeah, my favorite's Karma. <laughs> and that's also just my favorite thing. Karma. <laughs> This is Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. You can check us out on Instagram at AMMPod, TikTok at AMMPod, Twitter at AMMPod1. You can email us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. I said that. Oh. <laughs> like us on Facebook? Yeah, I haven't said that one. Like us Yay. on Facebook at Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. YouTube. And also yep. subscribe to us on YouTube at right. Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. That covers all our bases. And Sydney, is there somewhere that we can find you? Um, <laughs> bro, that's about to be Facebook. That's about it. Um, <laughs> mainly because like I, I have an Instagram. I think it's like Sydney underscore Lamb two thousand nine. Um, don't get on it much, so you're not gonna like. If you're trying to talk, I ain't gonna be there. <laughs> I also have a Twitter. Oh also, if you're trying to talk, I ain't gonna be there either. We're also not there. We still promote our Twitter. TikTok yeah. though, I am like Sydney mm. underscore Lamb. It's like I'm the cool Stewart. I think is like my name, my actual name, and Love that. It's really just to dig at my husband. To be fair, um, <laughs> my name's my last name's also Stewart. It is. Oh my god, I'm not actually the cool Stewart. Then you are. <laughs> no. It ain't no. me, y'all. It's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, this was another episode. What a what a great time. We hope it was a great time for you too. Yeah. Bye. See you later.